Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. To another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what you just bought, or what we just bought rather, and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today I am joined by Josh Gondelman. He is the writer and producer of Showtime's, he is a writer and producer of Showtime's Jesus and Marrow, and he's the host of the podcast Make My Day. He's an old friend of mine. I'm happy he's here. Josh, hello. Hello. It is so, so nice to see you. Here. It's so I'm nice so happy to see you. Here. Yeah. Thank you. Of um, course. How how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm, you know, as good as anyone can be right sure. now. I meant to ask this before and obviously I would not insist you keep it in your audio program, <laughs> but how is how is the puppy? The puppy is okay. So, if I end up keeping it in, I feel like I owe an explanation, which is that puppies eat everything and it turns out mine ate something that we're waiting for her to shit out. So we, we, she's fine. Um, we have been assured that she is fine. Um, but it was sort of a long evening. It really, and you have a dog, you have a yes. senior dog. Oh yeah. Busy. busy. So you're like, you're used to dog antics. Yeah. And the dog stresses of like, you're so attuned to their behavior. And then they do something that's like slightly weird. And you're like, oh no, what could this possibly be? Totally. And they can't tell you. <laughs> no. I and they can't tell you and they and they look at you like kind of so sad or at least that's how I feel. And I've only known this dog for like 3 weeks, you know. She's only been under my care for a handful of time. And the thing is is that this, you know, she cries so much and she's very attached to me so like when I leave her eyesight she cries. But but like a couple of days ago I left her eyesight and she didn't cry cuz she was like doing the right thing you know she's growing she's learning how to self soothe yeah. like but I got upset I was like something wrong with her she's not crying yeah <laughs> and I, for sure it's very difficult it's very difficult to tell what they need but turns out that like the vet was very reassuring she was like usually it's if they're eating and like drinking and like that all seems okay. Usually they ate something that's making their stomachs feel weird and it will come out in their poop in like a few cycles. And I was like, cool. Great. Love <laughs> to go to the doctor to be like, just wait for an animal to poop. And yeah. You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Great. Sure. I'm like, send me the bill. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Please. <laughs> right. And I just feel like that's what happened. Like, that's how I feel like going to the doctor for anything that's not like, um, like visible on my person illness yeah. where they're like, yeah, just like, I don't know, wait it out. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this is like $70 for you to tell me like, I don't know, man. I think honestly, I think they shouldn't charge you if the tests are negative, no matter what it's a test for or how involved it is. If, <laughs> if they do all the tests and they're like, we can't, we, nope, you don't have the thing I thought, then it's like, uh, then that's, that's on, on them. That's, yeah, on, that's them. on them. No doubt. That's <laughs> totally. how I feel about it. It's like, oh, God, oh we did a strep a test and you don't have strep and you just feel like garbage. I guess I guessed wrong. I'll take yeah. that. And it's like, right. you will, doctor. You should. Wow. Change.org petition coming right up. Like I mean, that. Obviously, our healthcare system is so bad and it should all just be provided for people through taxing the super wealthy and corporations. However, under <laughs> the system we have now, a, a, just a gentle reform we could enact is if the test is negative, it's free. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Let's I'm going to get. Biden on the horn. I'll tweet at him a few times. See if he's Joe. <laughs> see if he's looking. Joe. Joe. We did it, Joe. I really yeah, that is such a good point because it's like, I'm not a doctor. I'm trusting you. Yes. And if you're wrong, why am I paying for that? Yeah. And how do I know you're not just giving me tests to get my money? Also, I'll tell you this. If the test is positive, that's that's tough news to hear. That one's on the house too. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It comes down to, I guess we could call it 
healthcare for all. I mean, yeah, I think this is, <laughs> I think, yeah, we want to call it, uh, Either way, free testification. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, that strap test is on the house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's really that's so. I love that. I think you should run with that. I'll that pay should you, be your thing. I'll pay you for your time, like <laughs> a um, like a therapist or like a plumber. Yeah. The materials and the yeah, that's all on you. you that do, feels like it needs to be built into their overhead. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be you get paid. You get paid an hourly rate. Right. Like yeah, a babysitter. Get, right. Exactly. You're my you're right. You're a babysitter. So we are now, you know, in mid February ish kind of. I don't know, it's like February seventh. That feels mid to me. It's a short month. Yeah. We're almost a year into the pandemic. Like what how's it going for you really? Like where are you at mentally? I'm you know, I've had such a comparatively fortunate experience this year where I live with with my wife Maris, who you know, um, yes. who's the best, and we have had a a very supportive and like loving year together. We haven't like mm-hmm. gotten on each other's nerves. We haven't. We we have a a little office that I'm in right now in our apartment, so that like we kind of switch off when we have to do work stuff that we have to talk for. Um, I've been employed the whole time, so like mm. my my needs are met physically and emotionally and like financially but I my birthday was in January and I'm not like a bit I don't like worry about aging that much um Mm -hmm. but I do worry I I was like I really love to be around people on my birthday I'm like a pretty big extrovert to begin with and so my birthday and then going into the long weekend where I like didn't plan anything so I was just like at home the two and Maris had some work stuff to do so I was just kind of like at home like huh oh this is so extra lonely yeah this week so I've been I've bounced back from that but I'm just like really acutely missing people and also as like a like I'm in my 30s I don't I'm don't have pre-existing conditions comorbidities I'm like probably the last person in line to get the vaccine so like i haven't even yeah yeah, i haven't even been thinking about it like i've just been like oh it's nice that it's so good that other people are getting it and i'm like my sister who who works who's a medical professional has it uh Mm -hmm. has has received both shots but like i have not even begun to consider like when that will enter my life same so so i'm just i'm a little like burnt out i think yeah, I totally feel that. I'm in the same exact boat where I'm like, I understand. Yeah, I'm totally in a good, like, all of my needs are met. It doesn't mean, you know, someone will always have it worse. Someone will always have it better. Like, we mm-hmm. can acknowledge that this has been a hard year, even if it yes. hasn't been hard in all the ways it could have been hard. But it is so, I'm kind of in the same boat where I'm like, I understand that a vaccine exists. I don't think I will have it. Like, I will be very, I, I honestly feel like I'm the last person they're going to call and be like, yeah. okay, we have one dose left. Come and get your shot. That's like exactly how I feel too, is that they'll like, I, like every person. And then they'll be like, oh, this, this, um, this cat looks kind of sickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should give the cat uh, a vaccine. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Josh, we, we forgot about Josh. <laughs> Yeah, Which, they're really literally going to be like, uh, anyone like between 31 and like 36, yep. like come on down, we'll see what we have. <laughs> I feel like it's, I'm like in the, in like a, the airplane zone, like, yeah, you know, you're in like zone, zone four. seven. Yeah. 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 yeah and right. I'm like, I'm not even going to stand up until they right. call zone five. And that's yeah. like, that's really, that's like where I am with everything. <laughs> You're it's, still um, you're still literally online at the JFK Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, that's like, exactly. <laughs> you're I'm not like, even bothered. And they're starting to call, and I'm like, don't worry about it. This doesn't concern me yet. <laughs> Every person I've seen receiving a shot has made me like one hundredth of a percent less stressed, except yes. OJ Simpson. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> Where I was like, I guess for public health, obviously he's like in an age group where. He's probably susceptible to this, and like yeah. we do need the like total. We know he's not a big rule follower, so yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. that he, he's total, vaccinated. We need total vaccination, right? Like we need for for everyone's health. Everyone right. has to get it. But it like didn't occur to me that I was behind OJ Simpson <laughs> in this line, and I was like, 
<sighs> okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sure. That was the one that I was like a little. That was so funny to me that I was like, so I can't funny. be mad. This is like a public health issue, right? But it is like, just don't Damn. post it, Juice. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, get your shot quietly, man. Yeah, I saw the tweet that was, like, wow, like, I forget the wording and I'll find it and put it in the show notes or whatever. I'm sure you saw it, too. But I was, like, I, you know, I stay up late, like, worrying about things I said in high school. I'm, like, O.J. Simpson's out here, like, getting the vaccine, posting about it, like, not a care in the world, living his life. Yep. Yeah, good for him. Truly, like, like, haunting. (laughs) A thing I did not expect. I I keep having, like... Everything just feels weirder in the past year. So, like, that's so – that obviously is, like, pandemic adjacent. I had yeah. um, the former bass player from Metallica reached out to me to try to <laughs> buy the um, login information for this parody Twitter account that I used to run. Um, the Seinfeld one? The Seinfeld one. Wait, with, what? Yeah. He, like, sent me a, an Instagram DM <laughs> and then posted on a picture, like, check your private messages. <laughs> Wait, what does he want it for? I don't know. And and I feel he, like you got to give it to him. Well, I my thought that I hope he doesn't hear this and, and <laughs> yeah, he, he's a big listener me. actually. He yeah. might. He, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I knew some things about him, but yeah, man, he really true. turned in, turned my perception on its head. <laughs> um, he <laughs> he was like. I w- would like to have, you know, to to purchase this. Or no, he was like, I, I was wondering if you're still going to use that. If not, I would like to 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 take it over. I and I would, I might be open to, excuse me, I might be open to paying you for it. And so I kind of was like, look, we're kind of happy with this. Like myself and 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 Jacqueline Moore, who co-wrote it with me, um, I said we're pretty content to like let this sit as like a fun time capsule of this like yeah. era when we were doing this so like we're not really super motivated to like sell and i was like if he really wants it he'll make some big offer and just be like yeah well what if we what if i gave you i don't know how much money and yeah what I'd, would be your what would be your like okay number jason newstead if you're listening to this <laughs> so the i was like really like okay here's the thing it would we would I, – what I'm worried about – this is my real worry. Jason Newstead, yeah. if you're listening, confirm or deny this. Um, I'm concerned that he just wanted it because it has a lot of followers and then he was going to turn it into like a, like um, marketing for like a line of bases that he endorses or something. And, Honestly, I think that's probably correct. <laughs> and I think people – not that like – you know, not that that's wrong to do, but I'm, I'm like – I knew people would complain to us about it. And totally. so it would have to be worth not only like losing this thing that was like kind of a fun, silly, collaborative uh, exercise that we both had fun doing and like really did a lot for our careers, weirdly. But it would also be like so many people, like hundreds of thousands of people being confused and irritated yeah. and like <laughs> blaming it rightfully on us. <laughs> so that's I was very like, nice of it you has to... to be worth that fallout. I I understand that, and that's very nice of you to be so thoughtful about the audience that you um, and Jacqueline um, sort of curated, like almost ten years ago now. I guess yes. it'd be 2012, 2011, 2012, which is really crazy. It would, yeah, because it's twenty twenty one now. Two thousand twelve, wow. yeah, when it started. So it's like I love the idea of I love the idea that maybe he just wants to like give writing modern day Seinfeld scenarios a whirl. Honestly. It would be so funny to me. And and I was, it was like really a charming thought to me that he was like, you know, I just love Seinfeld. (laughs) And, uh, and I, yeah, I would love that. Yeah. What if Jerry, like, you know, got the coronavirus vaccine? Like, you know, what, what would that look like? You know, Mm -hmm. guy from Metallica. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And he's, yeah, just his estimation of like, Kramer thinks he has a lead on vaccine distribution. There's like a whole episode where they're in line to get vaccines. And at the end, they like run out and they're all frustrated. Yeah, they're like the last people. They're literally the last people online. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's I actually kind of want to see you if he if he ever circles back, I think you need to to say like, you know, the terms of the sale are that you would continue to carry on the spirit of the account. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So it's just been like a weird year. It has been. Yeah, that's so weird. That's so strange. So strange. Did, in the same 
vein, so weirdly, those listening, one of the things that Josh and I have in common is that we both had very successful parody Twitter accounts That's right. um, at the same exact time. And so we were at a bunch on a bunch of like roundup lists together. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Also, I had the account Your Way message, which was just like... um a nostalgia account for 2005 that I started seven years after 2005, which is wild. Um, but yeah, like we, you know, that helped my career a lot. It, it kind of like was a proof that I knew what I was doing with the internet and it like did all, you know, the fun things, but in the same vein as the guy from Metallica, do you, like, I don't know if I ever told you this, but one night in 2013, I get a tweet from Gucci Mane and he's like hey, on your away message and he's like, follow me back. And then like, it's the legit account. And all of a sudden my replies are like all of these Gucci Mane fans being like, follow him back. Follow him back. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> And I, How dare and you I, disrespect Gucci yeah, exactly. Mane it's like, what with the your hesitance? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, this should, this should take you a second. And so I follow him. He starts DMing me. And I think at the time, I thought he I thought he was in jail. Maybe he had like just gotten out of jail. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I love the account. I love away messages. And it's still to this day. I was like, cool. And he was like, yeah, I just want to let you know. Like, I love, I love away messages. But I don't know if it was really, like, I guess it was really him. I don't know, like, why someone would hack Gucci Mane's account and then Just give compliments to parody Twitter accounts. parody accounts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, like, it feels like a fever dream. And... I don't even think I have like I had a screenshot. I think I like emailed it to my cousins, but like lives somewhere in my Gmail, like in JPEG form. But it was one of those things where I woke up the next day being like, like, what? Like, what? And like, you know, in 2012, the Internet is something else. And you're kind of thinking like, is it is this one of my friends? Like, is there an app where you can like fake being a celebrity, a verified celebrity or whatever? But no, I mean, two to this day, there's no evidence that says it wasn't Gucci Mane who Gucci said, Mane. Yeah. I love away that it messages. Was like, <laughs> that it was like a Canal Street fake Gucci Mane. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. The underground, like behind the curtain Gucci Mane. Go- Goosey Mane. It's just like the off-brand. Yeah. With like the ice cream tattoo, but like a li- like like three scoops it's frozen yogurt it's like soft serve like a 16 handles (laughs) cup on his face (laughs) um yeah that is that is but it makes me think like hey like what you know maybe a celebrity's biggest dream is just doing parody twitter it's so it's so funny i like forget that that like it it doesn't occur to me that the celebrities i I think because largely they aren't but that they're just like moving through the world like watching stuff on tv and and, like listening to things so it's so funny like you know you see it every once in a while where like a celebrity like reads you see a picture of them like reading someone the book written by someone you know or like yes you know uh, uh, like that's like a familiar one for me or like you find out they're a fan of a podcast or something but it's so it's always so funny that it's like oh yeah i guess like i guess gucci main probably has favorite things that he reads on Twitter or like um <laughs> yeah. or that that Jason Newstead of formerly of Metallica has like thoughts about Seinfeld or or doesn't yeah. but yeah. like it just is so funny to me not that I I think about famous people in a dehumanizing way I just th- that's one of those things that I don't consider that often it's like oh no, yeah totally. cuz you think of them as like okay they're in movies or on TV or they make music or like maybe they see a cool band and they're like yeah. in VIP for a band but you right. never think about like um yeah like that level of like oh yeah what is um engaging in the world yeah like yeah. what are they fans of right you always kind of imagine that they sort of like unplug their cord and tuck themselves into a box until yeah. it's their next like concert that's- and like Especially well, that's why funny I, stuff. Like yes. I especially don't I like I always think of celebrities as like they like look watch awards movies and you know maybe <laughs> are like go to an independent bookstore or a yeah. museum. But it's very funny like when you remember like oh yeah Kanye West is like a big fan of those like early aughts Will Ferrell 
comedies and like samples them in a bunch of his songs. Oh my god, that's right. I assume he's a fan because they're like in you know. Right, he's like I love Wedding Crashers. Like Kanye, like never laughed harder than when he's on Wedding Crashers, which is so (laughs) sweet. And it's like I forget that like oh, it's like what is like what does Daniel Day Lewis think is funny? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm so bad at recognizing people too. And one time I was walking with friends. It was they, you know, it's one of those things where everyone in LA is like, let's go hiking, and it's like a hot dusty walk. And so we went. I was on a hot dusty walk with some comedian friends and they spotted Johnny Knoxville and I feel like who is so handsome in person so handsome and I think like because he plays so slapsticky and goofy you like lose sight of that he's like very symmetrically conventionally handsome in addition to that and I think that's true of like there's a lot of like when you're a tv star I feel like you get accustomed to seeing like a level of that kind of like conventional hotness on TV. And then when you see them in person, you're like, oh, yeah, you play like a goofball on TV and you're in the top three hottest people I've ever seen in real life. Yeah, (laughs) Like even like like TV's like not hot people are like extremely hot against the background of normal people. Like when you whenever you see the people from um, the stars of Big Bang Theory, not styled (laughs) nerdy and you're just like. What? You could have just got like real nerds, like yeah. real goofballs. That's my yeah, the- that this is my uh, one of my many soapboxes that I get up on is like when you hire Christian Bale to play like a schlub, right? Like in American Hustle, right? He got like, a real schlub. He got like a little schlubby and he was bald and like had that funny comb over wig. And it's like, yeah. you know, there's real bald guys. And I know that there's like there's like way bigger issues of representation in Hollywood. Sure. But it's sure. so funny to me where they're like, oh, yeah, we we got Christian Bale to get like slightly to gain like you know like 25 pounds just to look like a regular dude and to wear a bald wig with a hair wig on top of it it's like you know like take your pick (laughs) 30 percent of people just look like that yeah yeah and it's and then and then he gets like a whole spread in vanity fair that's like how'd you gain 25 pounds it's like i want that interview like someone asked me how i gained 25 pounds i'll tell you i'll tell you I just sat still for 11 months and ate a small dish of ice cream every night. Yeah. yeah. I ordered a lot of chips on Instacart yeah. and and they're gone and more chips are coming later. Like where's, that's that's Where's it. my Oscar? Right. Yeah, oh, exactly. just cuz I wasn't in a movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah, it's we're all being marginalized for sure. Like it's t- it's time. Christian Bale, feel free to play a newsie. Feel free to play. He was Batman, right? At some point. He was Batman. Sure. But leave the schlubby, you know, bald people. Let schlubs be schlubs. To the rest of us. Let schlubs be schlubs. Let's, I want to see someone, I want to see someone who hasn't showered in three days and is eating chips on television. That's representation I want. To me, it's like, it's so funny because there's like, a few schlubs that like work a lot that you know like like i would no offense to to him i think he's a tremendous artist paul giamatti famous schlub but like do you think when paul giamatti sees christian bale doing paul giamatti face and like getting nominations (laughs) you think he's like hey i already looked like that yeah Yeah, like yeah exactly Like, like jonah hill well jonah hill didn't he like very cut for something recently he, I feel like he plays a lot of different weights, and and Seth Rogen too. Oh, yep. you know, and knocked up. He was that schlub. Yeah, that's they. You know, they already had like broken that ceiling. Yep, they broke that that schlub ceiling for themselves, <laughs> and then for and then for Christian Bale to come in and just say, "Yeah, I can gain twenty five pounds." Well, okay, buddy, we join all the club. can. <laughs> yeah, we all can. Show us something. Like use that. Yeah, show me something I can't do. My hairline is not your costume, Christian (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It it literally is. But I don't, again, not a real problem. But it is like whenever I see it, I'm like, this is so silly that they don't just like, just go to UCB. (laughs) Right, fine. Right. Like, I can give you many names and all of the people who would love to have a role as a schlub. They don't have to do anything differently. Great. Yeah. Schlub it up and get paid. Great. Yeah. Schlub it up. I love Show that. Show some schlubs some love. Yeah. <laughs> Schlub love. I'm getting that on a bumper sticker and putting it all over my car. 
So, Josh, let me ask you about your um your quarantine. I hate when we call it quarantine because like we all have left the house. Like quarantine yes. says I, you. Ha- I've- I've shifted to just saying like pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Okay. So your pandemic shopping habits, have they changed? Have they have they stayed the same? Have they grown? Have they gotten lesser? Like what's your what are you buying and how are you buying it? We've been so for our home, we've been doing more uh online grocery deliveries than ever before because normally uh-huh. we, we just kind of keep in the house, we keep in the house. Maris might have like a couple things delivered that are like a pain for her to physically acquire and carry from excuse me excuse me from the grocery store or whatever yep so that's that's definitely different um i have been i'm like a big sneaker person in kind of mm-hmm. an embarrassing way and my year was there were i went really slow because i like wasn't in need of shoes because i of course. didn't hardly go outside or i would wear like the same couple of old old pairs of sneakers to like walk my dog uh, at like 3 a.m. and you know, I know. Walk. I was gonna say, is she is busy still doing the 3 a.m. walking. Yeah, she goes out at two between two and three every night. Um, wow. And I've done. I would say in the last year and a half, there have probably been five nights where she didn't need to go <laughs> until like six or eight. Wow. If, like five times, and then a cup, another four or five times where Maris has gone. But like, just because it's like outside in the city at 3 a.m., I, I just like. I go and it's. Just, I feel like someone's less likely to try to like put me in a van or something. Sure, um, I'm <laughs> sure. just like again. This this is my schlub privilege though. Yeah, schlub privilege. No I van. I no van look wants you. Kidnappable. Right. That's <laughs> true. Or it's desirable. True. They and I busy look like is 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 very lack. She's maybe not the protector. No, she does not. She's not. She a, might let um, you go. Yeah. Yes, she would just be like, if if they took Maris, she would be so distraught. But if they took yeah. me, she'd be like, yeah, he goes away sometimes. Yeah, yeah, bye. Um, okay. So, but um, so you're not so wearing I, sneakers I didn't out. I did for a obviously. while, but I yeah. I like kind of got back on that, and like around the holidays, I just did a lot of um, like fun purchasing. It would, I, I was like buying holiday gifts for like relatives and and friends on like a one for you one for me basis for sure oh my god oh my god oh, definitely yeah I, I also, one in one out yes one in one out that's exactly <laughs> right and I usually like the way I'm dressed now I've got this is a new a new shirt because I realized I'd been mostly buying um like sweatshirts uh, if I needed new clothes like I, yes. I, I basically bought like a stay-at-home wardrobe yeah. For, for like work from home. And my my job, even when I was going in in person, was pretty is pretty like fashion permissive. So like yeah. I could have just worn crew neck sweatshirts to work all the time. But a lot of the time I go from when we're in an office, I'll go from the office right to do stand up. And so usually I'll wear like a T-shirt or a button down with a cardigan or a, a hoodie over it. And mm-hmm. and I realized like I my rotate I like gave away you know I gave away a bunch of clothes that I was like these are pretty old and I'm not gonna wear them for the foreseeable future and so like lately I've been restocking a little bit with just the eye towards like well eventually I'll have to go outside again and I should have clothes that fit uh fit the body that I've Christian bailed myself into (laughs) over the last year which I think we're all in that position (laughs) I say that without like without shame or judgment but it was just like well I I guess I could keep this this old shirt that I've had for five years and don't love and like just like hope that someday magically either my size changes or the shirt size changes yeah. like I just yeah, put one on of us like, has got to change yeah. hey, it sure, be? you've really let yourself go <laughs> yeah for sure um no it's it is a, it's a very liberating feeling to allow yourself to be like this is my body now and i'm gonna yeah. buy clothes that fit it it, was, it I did that with like I got I saw a couple of corduroys and I was like I don't know what size I am because I can't go try stuff on so right. I like bought them in the in a size that I was like maybe I'm still this size and then I went like a size up on the waist and they fit perfectly and was like you know I had to order them a second time I'm either gonna return them or like give them give them away or I I like don't know if the return thing passed I'm 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 a bad returner that's part of oh, me shopping especially sure. if it's something I order online if it's something I got in person I I'll go back. But okay. if it's like a pair of pants that I got on sale for like twenty, and you bucks, have to like print a label, yeah, and it's no, like my, not doing that. Find an envelope, um, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'll I'll just like find a friend who is the, the size that I was when I right. <laughs> that I thought I was when I bought these pants. Yeah, um, 
but yeah, so so I've been doing, but it was like, it felt nice to, instead of being like, I'm going to demand that my body confirm to, conform to these pants or like just wish, just be like, someday I'll, I'll finish these. And it's like, who cares? Maybe right. I will, maybe I won't, but I'm going to, um, what, what I need right now are pants that fit the body that I have. Yeah. And here's pants with a different number on them that fit. Yes. And then it like then becomes like, very desensitizing. And they look good, right? Yeah. They look, it's, <laughs> it looks better to wear clothes that are the size of your yeah. body. It's pretty novel idea. And it's, it's a pretty crazy like epiphany to have in your 30s that you're like, no one actually knows what size you are, but everyone can tell if you're like, trying to fit into pants that don't yeah. fit you like yep. I mean I, that's just how it goes and also like yeah I mean I don't wear the same clothes I wore you know in fifth grade yep. and there's a reason for that I'm just yep. I'm a grown girl yeah and we're all so, growing that's that's exactly right and so so I did I got like a couple I, I and it was also like I and a lot of my shopping the past year has been like um like a oh a band that I love can't tour but they put out like limited edition merch so like yeah. I'll buy a t-shirt so I have like a bunch of new band t-shirts which I'd like sort of weaned myself off of buying so many and then like in the last year I've bought like probably four or five like band podcast sure like, yeah what's uh, your favorite one that you got in the last year I got excuse me sorry I'm drinking seltzer and it's making me no you're burpy. fine um yeah <laughs> Um, it's, a, it's a crazy Monday here. I got uh, there's a couple. I got this one that is um, Open Mike Eagle and Prince Paul, who are both artists that like uh, hip hop artists that I love. Um, did a podcast together last year called So What Had ha- called What Had Happened Was, and it's <laughs> just Open Mike Eagle interviewing Prince Paul for 13 episodes about different projects. And nice. then there's like a really wonderfully designed kind of like peach t-shirt or i got in peach with like you there's like a face that is like an illustration and the name of the show and i think that's great and then the other one is um the hold steady another band that i love they yeah so great they so good they had the they put out a shirt for the 10 year anniversary of their album heaven is whenever and it's it's like a it's a bright orange shirt with a like a record like vinyl record that, that you see and underneath it says um, the, which is lyric from the song. It says, heaven is whenever we can get together, sit down on your floor and listen to your records. That's like printed around the record. And it just like the, the phrase heaven is whenever we can get together has been like so relevant yeah, <laughs> and resonant and like such an aching feeling. And mm-hmm. and so I, I like love the, it's like a very bright, fun shirt that I can wear under a cardigan. Yeah. And, uh, and I just like, it's just like such a good lyric and I love it. And you'll have it like for so long and it'll yep. be like the shirt that was like the pandemic for you. We got, I, we got, they, they did um live stream shows. They always do like the first weekend in December, last weekend mm-hmm. in November, they play at Brooklyn bowl for four nights, uh, yeah. Wednesday through Saturday. And I've gone a couple times. I think one time I bought tickets and forgot that I was booked on the road and like gave them away to a friend, but we, they did live stream uh, shows this year and I bought, the poster from the live stream and we have that nice. up and I almost did it for another musician Laura Stevenson who I love mm-hmm. I, and we're gonna see a live stream show of hers next week that she's doing nice. like before Valentine's Day but um I was like I can't fill the house with like posters of quarantine concerts it'll just right. be like a bummer <laughs> in a year uh so we just <laughs> got the one that's really funny yeah and kind of true yeah you'll have your little like time capsule yeah I I like and there's stuff that I purchased this year that I will I'm not like gonna get rid of everything like I have all these sweatshirts that I like really like and you know would happily wear it it, I would wear them to work probably less on stage just because I feel like it helps me when I do stand up to wear like a cardigan because then people are like oh a cardigan guy and uh (laughs) and so I like there's only so cool I can there's only so cool I can get away with dressing in life and then to perform, I have to go like two notches below that. <laughs> but I feel like the sneakers are like big for you. I love the sneakers, but the sneakers are that's like there's like a level with sneakers of if like some of it is like if you know you know, right? Like where you can get a pair of um Jordans or you know, if they look if they're not super ostentatious or super like 
if they don't stand out in a way that people aren't used to seeing, they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a nice sneaker. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's, uh, you know, it's, it like takes so much. Like I have a few pairs that are like really ridiculous looking that I love and that's yeah. silly. But even on me, people are like, oh, what a, that's a silly bright sneaker. But it's not like, um, it's not like if I wore, started wearing like, Especially if you, unless you go into the fashion ones or like, you know, if you wear like a sneaker with a Gucci branding on it, people are like, that's, that's Gucci. That right. He, he DM'd Caroline in right. 2012. <laughs> right. It's um, Goosey. It's my Goosey sneaks. It's a, the Goosey sneakers. Uh, yes. <laughs> but like, I think mostly they're like kind of fun. Unless, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but what's weird is, sorry, I'm, this is like a tangent. I have one no, I pair, love it. I have one pair of Yeezys, which are super comfortable, and it's like kind of goofy because, like, I I feel like Kanye is such a fraught figure. Um, I wish him the best of health. Obviously, <laughs> I don't yeah. want. No, I just don't want to sound like I'm like talking trash. No, but he is I like know. a politic. Like, it's weird to to like wear the specifically branded apparel of like a person who's politically who's like-, like so volatile. Yeah. Um, not that like everyone who owns every major clothing label isn't a monster, I'm sure. But sure. uh he I have this one pair of Yeezys and like there are I think if you don't if you're not like a sneaker person at all, you just see those and you're like, those look like slippers. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like some things are like the way the the shoes signify is like very interesting to me. Yeah. And I, I feel like no matter what shoes I wear, people aren't like, that guy thinks he's real cool. Right. No, that and right. And I think the sneaker thing is that like either people are going to say, Oh, like cool shoes, or like, yes. oh, that's interesting. And then that's and then people who know sneakers will be like, I know yes. what that is. But it's not like someone it's not like if I go to perform in a club and I'm wearing like a pair of Jordan eleven retros, someone like most people will see me and be like, Oh, this is like the Jordan 11 bread colorway and he or the Space Jam ones and he, he he thinks he's a part of this thing like you know what I mean like he's really trying to be cool right now um <laughs> yeah which I'm I'm not and I still try to be like pretty like respectful of sneaker culture at large and not be like I'm great <laughs> and like this is all <laughs> my birthright or whatever <laughs> but still with sneakers too and shoes and I think like we can all relate to this is that like uh while all of our bodies have been like weird in the last 11 months like most of our shoe sizes have stayed the same yep. so it's kind of like uh, something you can rely on and yep. I I get like I'm the same way with like buying bags or buying shoes in that I don't have to worry so much and then I don't mm-hmm. have to like go down this like mental like in need of a Josh Gondelman esque pep talk when I'm like, oh, I bought this shirt because I thought I was like, I have memories of being this size yep. and I am no longer. Shoes and always fit and bags always fit on your that's body. That's so true. Because yeah. you get a t shirt, right? And it's like, I, we, got, <laughs> we got sweatpants. I like screwed myself though, trying to be like honest with my body. <laughs> I, we got sweatpants for like an end of the year gift at work and everyone got yeah. to order this pair of sweatpants, which is very nice. I, I was like really psyched about it. And I was like, should I go medium or large? I think like some kinds of sweatpants, I, a medium is like the size of my body. And then in some, it's like more comfortable to wear a large. And I was like, sure, I don't want to, I don't want to go medium out of some like vanity or like clinging to my early twenties yes. and then have pants that I can't wear. Cause that's the bummer, right? Is you order something too small because you you like get the sizing wrong and then you're like well now I have to figure out what to do with this yeah. dress shirt yeah. and I need to acquire another one that fits me right so I was right. like I'm gonna go large and that way at the very least I will they'll be wearable even if they don't fit grow like, into if, them sure yeah I'll at the very least be able to wear them to do errands and stuff they're the biggest pants <laughs> they're like they fit like Jenkos. <laughs> And I can't wear them. And I was like, I was just trying to like, I thought I was making the safe move of like going a size up. Yes. But like, nope. It's there is no way to win in the small, medium, and large game. Yeah. Like if a if a brand offers just the three sizes, I'm like, this isn't gonna work for me because I don't trust you. Yeah. I don't trust how you put that letter on that pair of pants. Um like, also, Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I love I I feel like I feel that just very hard. There's also the the places that have they give the measurements of the model. Jason Concepcion, uh, or I, gosh, I don't know if I'm if I'm saying his last name right. I just have seen it written down. But he's I think that's at right. Network on Twitter. Who he's great, like a wonderful dude, and and yeah. such a funny, great writer, smart writer. And he um, tweeted something about that like a couple of weeks ago about like uh, 
size medium model uh six and a half feet tall weighs eight ounces and you're like (laughs) okay but like it doesn't help to know the dimensions of a person if they're unlike my dimensions yeah yeah like right and all it's always women is like the model is 510 and wearing a size small it's like good for her great i don't have that (laughs) that's like so you're only selling like that's not what most people are yeah. like. Yeah. So you pick someone whose body is very different from the average. Yeah. Like an to show atypical, me not wrong, but like. <laughs> not wrong, but not. 5'10 is not a small person. <laughs> in in the world of statistically what people look like and how people are sized. Yeah. 5'10 small is like, oh, I've never seen that before. But it's all over when you're trying to buy like a shirt. Yeah. That's all like, you say. Yeah. It's like, I need one that's like. Um, you know, this, the model is five, nine, let's say his license says he's five eleven. still, uh, <laughs> for some reason he is probably weighs like a buck 95, but like hasn't checked in a while. So says a buck 85, <laughs> like that's what I need as yeah. a, as a, um, an honesty size chart. Yeah. I like brands that there are some brands that do this and I wish more would, but like you can plug in your thing and they'll like, they have yeah. like such a variety of oh, models. That's and smart. You can be like, oh yeah, no, that does look like my body. Because yep. even, even if it's someone, especially for women, like, oh, like the size, the model is wearing a large, except her waist is like snatched and it's like so small. And you're like, okay, well that's also not my body. Like I don't just have yes. like a huge butt and then like a Barbie waist, like yes. show me something I can work with here. Um, I I am so excited that you brought something sneaker related. Yes. Um I need to know also. Just I need like the abridged version of whatever story this is. What is the craziest uh journey you have been on for a pair of sneakers? Ooh. Um let me think. Oh. I huh. I it's cuz I don't I'm not like a big like stand in line okay. person. I'll like occasionally I'll like make sure if I know something's dropping online, I'll make sure that I'm like awake and at my phone when I know it's dropping. Um, that's a lot I, more than most most people do. So that's that's cool. true. Yeah. So that that that's like my level of seriousness. I'm not okay. like camping out. Um, I did negotiate when when um the Beastie Boys for the 30th anniversary of Paul's Boutique put out these like vegan adidas americanas and they say they've got the beastie boys logo from um the check your head album uh on the tongue and they say beastie boys on the back with the little adidas logo and they're like i was like you know i really like these and i was celebrating something uh i think it was like right before my book came out and i was like i'm gonna get myself a nice pair of shoes and i went on StockX where you can like it's like an auction it's like ebay just for sneakers yeah and they negotiated they'd been the people were like really ambitiously pricing them for like they thought they were gonna make a ton of money and i negotiated the guy down by two hundred dollars wow uh, which was you know like it wasn't and it wasn't like they were three thousand dollars and i got them right. for twenty eight hundred I was much lower than that. You know what I mean? It was like, I still paid like more than, than a sticker price or whatever. But this guy was like, I'm going to get him for, it was like something like 500 and I got him down either to 300 or which is still like so much but i was like a my book is coming out i'm so excited it, maybe yeah it was, maybe it was under 300 um, no no i mean to get it down to 300 yeah. is like such a huge percentage off that's what, just like a lot it was lot. at least 40 percent. it felt Not- great and it was like an overpay <laughs> but it, again it was like i really love these i love the beastie boys so much they're so meaningful to me and yeah. so i'm gonna try to i like if if he hadn't come down that far i would have just like kept it but i sure. he was like he was like 500 and i was like 250 and he was like 380 <laughs> and I was like 300 and then I saw the notification that he had uh accepted it yeah because wow. it's which is different than eBay right because on eBay it's just the highest bid gets it but on this you have you can like go like back a, and like forth. a marketplace yeah it makes sense and it probably means that he he was ready for that and just like priced high knowing yes. that either he would get lucky and he'd get like a sucker to pay yep. what he wanted or like he knew that he'd have to come down a bunch. Yeah. And That's I, cool. I felt terrific. It was it was a thrill. <laughs> I got a shoe and I got a successful haggle. Uh, it felt and you great. had a book. And I my book came out. Yeah. <laughs> what a good day for you. A great, a great day. Just a banner day. 
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, Josh, tell us what you brought. What is your your G Thanks Just Bought It item? So, I bought, I have a bunch of these because, I mean, it's very rare that I think you need one. Um, (laughs) It is a plastic uh, shoe sneaker storage or shoe storage um, Uh cube, basically. It's like a clear plastic cube. It's if you are a Jesus and Marrow viewer at all, it is what Jesus has in his background, basically. Nice. It's where he has like a st- stacks of these, and I don't have as many as he does, but it's um, sta- they're stackable plastic boxes, basically. And so the they stack really nicely one on top of the other. They're like, I think, eight. They're like uh, perpetually on sale for eight dollars from ten dollars at the on the container stores sure. website. And so you can get kind of like if you have a bunch of shoes. So so the benefits of them, they're clear plastic with a little drop down door that you can that you open to Oh like, wait, show me. So yes. you don't even have to like pull it down. No, no, no. Off so the you shelf. open the front. <gasps> um does that it, is yeah. cool. So yeah. that's so these the two benefits are it, you know, if you stack boxes of shoes, then you have to like get like, the boxes shimmy one down. out, yeah, <laughs> to open them. But these, you you drop down the door on the front and you just pull the shoes out. And it's a way to like, you know, I feel like if you have a bunch of shoes that you like to display, um, yeah, it's it's a nice way to like dis like have shoes in even just in your bedroom that that are like visible when you're not wearing them because I feel like yeah. so much shoe storage is you know, like maybe a hanging thing on the back of a closet door or a rack. Or like a big rack that's taking up a ton of room Mm -hmm. in your house. Mm -hmm. And these, this is like kind of a, um, a fun way to like display, like it's, it's like, kind of stylish storage yeah it's cool I mean you look at those real housewives closets and they're like rooms that just like have bags you know lined up and you can see them and you have all the shoes and like yeah this is but this feels like a an every man's way of doing that yeah if you just have a little bit of shelf space you can put up a bunch of boxes it's pretty affordable and it's also like I have them kind of in the corner of my room so I have a pretty big tower of them but I started I got like eight or something yeah and it's like you know that's a little expensive but it is also like for what it essentially is like a unit of functional shelving for eight pairs of shoes and then i have like a couple boxes shoe boxes on top of that and then like a pair of shoes like naked on top of sitting on top of that so it's like it's you don't need as many as you have shoes but it is if you have a bunch of shoes and you're like Oh, you know, I don't wear these that often, but I aesthetically like them mm-hmm. and, and and wish there was a way to like showcase them even to myself a little bit. Like I but it it is the kind of thing where like if my office, if the office that we have in our apartment were just mine, like we have a um we have some storage for stuff over on the side, but like I think I would if it were just my office and I didn't share it, I think I would have like the shoe corner in here instead of in the bedroom. Yeah. And and it would be like a fun corner of the office I love that for a few reasons one obviously the affordability of it like eight dollars between eight and ten dollars like makes sense because you could also see someone trying to push those for like 29.99 and you're like I'm not gonna spend thirty dollars on a box thank you but I will spend between eight and ten dollars the second thing is that I keep all of my shoes in actual shoe boxes so I don't remember what shoes I have like I literally like took Mm -hmm. out a box thinking that I had to like put something that were not shoes in the box, like papers or like something. Yep. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't like, I haven't seen these shoes in three years. Mm-hmm. And it all comes like rushing back to you. You're like, I own these. Yes. Like I haven't thought about these in a really long time. It, so I would love to see what was in front of me. It's really, it's it helps you be mindful of what you own and less like, oh, do I need new shoes? You're like, oh, it's all out here in front yeah. of me. Um, display it right. And like again, if you if you get nine right like that's it's 90 bucks or like i think maybe we got them on sale one time for six bucks a piece and then that becomes like very useful right like 10 of them is 60 bucks and that's like such a nice unit of kind of like aesthetically pleasing plastic but like aesthetically pleasing 
furniture. Like doing California closets for like a fraction mm-hmm. of the price. Like yeah. you are making your own sort of setup. Yeah. And I th- I think that's really like, again, it, it, it puts you get the shoes because you like them, especially if you have, you know, again, I have too many pairs. But like if you sure. have a few pairs and you're like, oh, I like the way these look, I, I have several pairs. It's helpful. It keeps you mindful of what you have. And it's a way to like enjoy them when they're not on your feet, on your feet. as it is like. I think like when when storage is really visually appealing, that's really yeah. Fun. And sneak so much of sneakerhead culture, I think, is that like a lot of people don't wear all the sneakers that they get. Like a lot yeah. of people like showcasing them. They're like pieces of art, or yep. they're, you know, they're like so rare or so limited edition that like of course you're not going to wear them out in the snow. But yeah. then what's the alternative? Like literally putting them in a box and shoving them in a closet, like where no one can see them. Right. Then yeah, you might as well make it sort of like a visually appealing. I don't that would feel good to me like looking at a thing that I bought that makes me happy even if I'm not using the thing for its intended function like as a sneaker like even looking at a clear box of like shoes that I really loved would make yeah me happy. it's it's nice and I, I, I feel good about it I'm like oh yeah I love those and, and and if I'm like getting dressed I'm much more likely to like reach for something that I can see than be like yeah oh should I dig out this shoe box like I it's like at the bottom of a pile it, it, yes. it's they're very functional and so I um, love that. Yeah. That's such a good recommendation, Josh. Thank you. Oh, wait, can you show it to me again? Because I have like a, an idea for myself and yes. I'm like going to share it with people. And I think this is like not a cool way to use these. But and then so the door pulls down. Yes. OK, so here's. Oh, my genius. So I feel like these would these boxes would also be good in like your utility closet, mm-hmm. like because I always feel like I'm pulling down things like boxes of batteries or like dog bags or, you know, stuff. And then like four boxes have to come down before it. And yep. I don't know which box is which. And I feel like if you could just open a little door and grab a thing of batteries without having to dismember your entire cleaning yes. closet. I think that would be so nice. Like and, light and, like, bulbs. You have them in in a stack where yeah i bet i, I bet that. that kind of thing exists for like oh i have a bunch of phone chargers and headphones in this one but i yeah like that dan kind of needs stuff. that we just it's have a- like cardboard boxes full of cords that don't go to anything so yeah. like maybe i'll just get him a valentine's day is very soon maybe i'll just buy him <laughs> a box for we his have, like, cords a drawer that's full of like headphones and stamps and then like scissors and yeah. sharpies and like and like an plunk- old battery and like yeah, yeah exactly. and, and you, like, like plunge dust. your hands into it it's like hazardous <laughs> yeah yeah. And it's always like the first thing that like people see when they come to your house because it's like on a it's like in a coin tray. Oh, so it's yeah. like a bunch of like sticky pennies and like a screwdriver that came with an Ikea and like furniture a physical thing. gift certificate for a restaurant with like six dollars still on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a... your AMC like gift card that you mm-hmm. got in like 1999. Uh, like a yeah. sticker that came with uh you know like a, a sticker that came with an uh a pair of headphones you bought that you're like maybe i'll put this on someday right. and it just sits there for years until you move and you throw it away yeah that's so true a screw yeah, everyone... that fell out of something yes and you're like i'll just put this here in yep. case uh one day we figure out that one of these pieces of furniture is missing a screw and you just have this hideous dish that's just yeah. like what is this an appetizer plate for goats like what are you doing you're just gonna feed them this like tin can and like and it's not ever stuff that's like hard to acquire should you need it. No. Nope. You're like, what are you saving that particular screw for? Like you right. can get any type of screw at any, any time of, of day. It's the, that's America, baby. Like Same. you <laughs> go to Home Depot. It's open. Same Lowe's. with like one AAA battery. It's And it's also it's also the kind of thing where I never look for stuff in this dish. Right. Like, no, it, it's I always put it there like, oh, in case I need it. But then I'm when I need a AAA battery, I like look a couple places where I'm like, oh, this is where we keep our full, ca- you know, containers of batteries. And yeah. then blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, I'm just going to go buy a new thing for $3 or $6. Yep. yep. And yeah. Did that last week. Yep. It's terrible. Yeah. That just like. <laughs> One day I will uncover 400 absolutely perfectly fine batteries that I just like have put somewhere. And you know, when you put them there the first time, you're like, I'll never forget that I put them here. And then you never know where they are. Yeah. I'll never forget like Kate never (laughs) let Jack go. Or what's her name? Kate Winslet. But who's the, what's the character's name? Rose. Rose never let Jack go. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'll never forget my battery location. Yeah. It's true. Some influencer, and I'll find it, and I'll send you a link, and I'll put the link in the show notes, has this thing that's like a battery storage, and I literally screenshot it. Do you ever screenshot things on your phone? You're like, I'll go back to this, but yeah. you like never really go no, back. No, never. And then you're just when you're looking, you're like, oh, where's that photo of my dog I wanted to send to somebody? Yeah. And then you're just like, why do I have this picture of like someone <laughs> like, else, like a palm tree someone else took a picture of on vacation? Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, because there was a plastic bag in it. You want to make fun of them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, the, we, oh, you know what I got for storage? That this was, this was not, it didn't rise to the like must recommend of the she storage. But okay. This is from Jane Marie's newsletter. Uh-huh. There, it was a a knife a magnetic knife easel and so it stands against the wall on my counter and the knives stick to it sure magnet and magnetism and uh (laughs) and that's i like that that's like another example of like aesthetic storage and it's it's not the i like it better than keeping the nice knives like in a box in a drawer and like shuffling through everything with that and then like drying it off so that it like before i put it in this box that it came in i like just being able to like towel it off and then stick it to the thing it is a little big for how few knives that we need to like we're i'm not running a sure uh, i'm I'm not running like a sushi restaurant right (laughs) Right. it's not like benihana in your kitchen but it is like a fun fun piece of storage especially in new york like anything you can put on the wall that is not on your counter and your drawers is a plus do you guys use like pegboard too for your this one is on the counter though it it, it sits on the counter oh i like that yeah so it's like a little um yeah it's like it almost looks like a laptop stand but it's like or, or like a music stand even and it just sits on the counter and the knives stick to it so it is like not super space efficient but it, but it is cool. it like keeps things out of the drawer like it, mm. our drawer space is a kind of a premium and and so it keeps it on the counter and it's like that is where i need it like when i need uh a sharp knife for cooking five nights a week it's nice to like it's right there and then i yes cut and then i just wash it off and stick it back there instead of like figuring out the storage and putting it in a sheath yeah, uh, you know, like I'm gonna fight someone with it later. Instead of putting it on the tray with the batteries and the yeah. coins, yes, exactly. <laughs> Storing so your that, knives, but I do like that. It's like a fun piece of storage, and it's like kind of a nice looking thing to have on the counter, as opposed to. Ju- and also, we have some things that are like plugged in next to it, and it's yeah. like a nice shield for the wires. Yeah, that's not wow. M- like a multi-functional, yep. functional thing. Yeah, is, is very nice. It's like an entertainment yeah. center for utensils. <laughs> I feel like we're all very like so intimately familiar with our homes now that I I feel like one of the cool things that people are doing is like really making their homes livable for themselves Mm -hmm. because it, this is, this is all we got. So like life, life should not be harder at home. We have so many blankets, just like, (laughs) like $12 target blankets that we just like that, that we keep acquiring and, and just like our couches it looks like where we look like because we have instead of a long couch, we have two like perpendicular love seats. And uh-huh. that, um, so it looks like we're like eight year olds who just had a slumber party like at all times because <laughs> nobody ever comes over. So it's not like we like fold them and drape them nicely. They just like are always on the couch because you can't, I, it's just it, us. It's it's truly I put this on Instagram the other day and I was just like, I feel like I'm constantly cleaning my house and nothing ever looks different. Like, yeah, like every, there's so many forks in the sink. Yep. I keep washing them. There are more forks and everything's everywhere. And it's always like my stuff. So I'm always like, Dan, like we need to do like a big clean. He's like, this is all your shit. Like, <laughs> this, is, like this is all your life out here um but i yeah i feel like the blanket thing is very real i did just recently purchase a basket in which to put the blankets because oh, we have that's many nice. and at some point it just looks very princess in the pea to have like 19 blankets like yep. even when they're folded like stacked on the couch yeah like so high like no one who needs that i love it it's a real journey josh i can't believe how long we've been talking this was really wonderful and i'm very excited to buy like a million of those boxes and just reorganize everything if it can't fit in that box i don't need it you know (laughs) that's where i'm going they're so fun i i like yeah i want to do something practical and and i like that yeah i think that's gonna go far josh gondelman oh go ahead 
Oh, I was just thinking, I hope so. It will. It will. Josh Gondelman, nicest man on the internet. Such a funny guy. Such a great person. The last person <laughs> who's going to get the vaccine in America. The very Thank last. You. <laughs> the very so last. So much Your after cat OJ. is first. Yeah. So <laughs> Except far. For like the months teens after were smoking OJ. it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Tell everyone where they can listen to Make My Day and watch Jesus and Marrow. Um, so Jesus and Marrow is on Showtime on Thursdays and Sundays at 11. Um, and there's lots of stuff online from it if you if you don't have Showtime yet. Uh, and then Make My Day <laughs> is it's wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's um, new episodes come out every Tuesday. So we've had just really amazing guests from... Uh, Mike Birbiglia, Z-Way, John Hodgman. Um, Amazing. Me. Yeah, just like really wonderful people. I just like mostly have people that I love to talk to and goof around it's with. On. The best part about having a podcast, just oh, it's, call your friends. It's, it's a game show, but the, there's only one contestant, so they always right. win. <laughs> and it's a nice, it's a nice game show yeah, um, in that. It's just, I mean, just like following Josh online, it's just like a nice bomb to your soul. <laughs> Everything you. positive. I can't wait until the day you snap and those pep talks become real mean. I've been so cranky online lately <laughs> and I've like really had to be mindful of like, I'm just being too cranky and nobody needs this. I've been like, so just like, not, not like mean, just like cranky about just stuff. Just cranky. Like, yeah. Like we're get all getting curmudgeonly. Like about like wandavision where i'm like oh so now there's a tv show with three days of straight of required viewing i have to do right. to understand what's going on in this tv like no i refuse i will not do that you i shan't make me and just yeah just like little fussy things about like yeah just me being i feel like i'm i've as much as People are like, oh, nothing happened this year. And I'm like, no, I aged. People are like, oh, this year doesn't count for aging. It's like, I aged 37 years. I, I doubled my. I doubled it. I'm yeah. now in deep in my 60s. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like so much cranker. I've turned into Andy Rooney. Just yeah. <laughs> I, I fully Rooney-fied. You got Rooney'd. I got Rooney'd. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to happen to all of, all of us are going to emerge vaccinated. You obviously last. Last. And we're all just going to be like, wow, we all look terrible. Like, you look terrible. I look terrible. We yeah. look old. That's my that's my plan. This is, again, as a as a man, I get off a little easier doing this. But pe- I, my like, I've started doing a, a light skincare because I don't like to be dry and flaky. But in terms of wrinkling, my plan is to look progressively worse and eventually be dead. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my regimen. I kind of love that. You could also take my mom jokes that this is her her thing that she does. But she loves to say when people ask how old she is, she loves to say that she's 10 years older. And then people are like, oh, my God, you look amazing. But she's actually that's <laughs> 10 years so funny. younger. I just, so just want... start telling people you're like 58. People are like, oh, my God, you look. They be, you but look the, what if they don't? What if they're like, that checks out, which yeah. nobody <laughs> says that when you tell them older. Yeah, it backfires like, like the first time. Yeah. They're like, ooh, that's a hard 58. I'm yeah, just like, they're like, oh, like, younger than I thought. And you're like, you, shit. <laughs> they're like, are you Christian Bale trying to play a 58-year-old in a movie? Is this you for like, like a like part? Or... <laughs> but that is, that's my, it, it makes, it's very soothing. To Amazing. Because like, I've been looking at my face so much this year. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm always on phone calls and at home. And I'm like intimately familiar with my nose in a way that I wasn't before. Sure. But like <laughs> I, I have, I've started just using the like drugstore lotion that, that my wife has had in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, this, I can use this. My forehead is a little dry and crackly and like wow. under my eyes, like just like winter cracking and peeling. But then when I'm like looked at the corners of my eyes and I was like, there's a, um, there's a wrinkle like crow's feet. Is that, that's where yeah. the crow's feet they sit right yes. they stand on the corners of your eyes yes that's it um yep and i looked at that and i've got a little of that coming on and i was just like well someday i'll be dead <laughs> yeah like, right it was a very again as a as a man there's not like a pressure to be I, this is this is my privilege in terms of this is your privilege skin, and it's so true my this is my skincare privileges i sometimes forget whether pores are good or bad Oh my when god. When someone's like, "Oh, I can't see your pores." I'm like, "Oh, are you are you alive? Are you okay?" 
<laughs> is that are you is that good? is that a good that thing bad? yeah that's like this my is, level of skincare privilege <laughs> this is like dan texting me from the other room in uh i don't know september october and saying my hands my hands are really dry like my hands are really dry and i was like yeah you can use moisture like is there any way to fix that i'm like you should use moisturizer and he goes okay how does it work like just put it on your hands man yeah. how much do i put on it's like wow like women i have a different bottle for every single problem and you're like i found some lotion in the bathroom and i just rub it on my face yeah that's what i do it's um <laughs> I, I love don't, that for you <laughs> most of my problems i just am like my solution is someday i'll be dead yeah. <laughs> most of them it's honestly a very relaxing way to to live i might adopt that it's i really not, like it thank you it's not my imminent plan like it's not like Josh, uh, there's dishes in the sink, and I'm like, someday I'll be dead. Sure, it's good. It's a good big picture reminder. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh well. Oh, you- I mean, my whole thing is like, well, no one can see me anyway because I'm st- I'm just in it my rules. house. So. Yeah, that rules. I will get. I have been for for this, and I had a, I had a couple other phone calls today, and I've like gotten dressed and like put on. I appreciate you know, jeans, that. Like I would wear to like a regular meeting or or, or podcast or whatever, oh. as opposed to like um, business. What I'm on wearing, top. which is the sweatshirt I slept in too. <laughs> I <laughs> love, but I'll do sweatshirt, but like p- pants on the bottom that nobody will see. Wow, These, but you know, but you the, know it's there. I'm giving a wearing pants performance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, and may we all, may we all give wearing pants performances we, yeah. in 2021. Josh, you're the best. I'm so happy you're that you best. came on the show. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. It was such a pleasure to chat with you. I I miss you and Dan now that you're across the country and now that I miss everyone. I miss you guys too. We were hope we were like, we'll come back to New York all the time. <laughs> Guess not. Um, yeah, we'll ha- when we come back, we'll obviously have a dog in tow. We would love uh, to yeah. just let them hang out. Yep. We need we need we need our dog to f- to fall in line with some some more elder wiser jellical dogs so oh, yeah. we'll we'll call you up yeah please busy loves she's she's a, a perv she'll just sniff <laughs> she'll sniff butts she doesn't know how to play but she'll love sniff that. a butt all day long <laughs> My dog will love that. She keeps finding dogs on the street and like no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how old, she wants to sniff a butt. So they'll get along great. That's great. Yeah. Great. Josh, this was great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, Tell Maris I said hi. I will. And, you know, hang in there. I I think your recommendation was like so great. Here, I'll start recording. Oh, yeah.